0: why don't we just do a round table say who we are why why the hell we're here so adam go first who the hell are you
1: what oh uh, did did you just tell me because i just muted my my microphone so i could clear my throat
0: wow uh yeah i was saying let's do a round table say who you are why the hell you're here
1: uh, my name is Adam Black, and I am here because I'm friends with Joe and DJ and because we make comic books. And we all used to be on the Your Mama forums, and uh, because uh, I got asked, that's why. Uh, okay. Yeah, That's basically
2: sure. where this whole fucking thing started. Yeah. We can so, say fuck on the internet, so I'm doing it. We whatever th- we want. We'd better. Yeah, and I guess for anybody listening,
0: Your Mama was a webcomic that I did for many years. I still occasionally do it when I get the gumption to do it or if I'm feeling it, it gets me in a lot of trouble usually. So, uh, but yeah, the, the forum was full of a lot of cool people back in the late, what, late 90s or no, not late 90s, early,
2: early 2000s. 2000s, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, When the internet was young and beautiful, (laughs) such a positive place and like old school web comics, like people, nobody knew what digital comics was. Nobody really cared people just giving away shit for free on the internet, but just fun friends hanging out, getting to know each other. And yeah, we had a lot of good times on the old forum and, uh, yeah, Joe's been around for all those years, dedicated friend, fan (laughs) supporter. (laughs) Even when I'm like, stop giving me money. Like stop, stop supporting my shit, man. I'm not doing anything. He was always supporting, uh, all of our work. I think, so, yeah, it's cool.
2: Yeah, so that kind of brings us into kind of why, you know, why I'm here. Yeah. What DJ was saying about the, the old forum, um, the, the idea, it, I've just been actually tossing it around in my head for a while. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I um, sent a, an IM to DJ and... Said, uh, "What do you think about bringing this Scrappy's Fun Time shitheads thing to podcasting?" <laughs> and I think your response was simply yes. <laughs> so we're trying and to have- uh, trying to recapture that all that bullshit from the uh, from the old forums.
0: Yeah, and I have to make an admission when you said it. I didn't remember what the fuck you were talking about, but it sounded cool. And I was like, yes, let's do
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> I <think it's> just... <laughs> That's the but, best. Yeah.
0: But, I, but then I was like, oh, I think this was a label that we gave ourselves in the forum. And over time, like, I remember you wanting to do some shirts and stuff. Yeah. Just yeah. For, just for having fun, like a fun time club, like a bunch of shitheads doing things on the internet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, up, uh, right. What's
0: that? There was really no structure to it. It was just
2: No, no, no structure at all. Which, you know, kind of reminds me of the forum. (laughs) But um And, and, you know, if if we if we haven't lost you by now, if you're even listening, are you out there? Um you can kinda get that at this point, I think.
0: Yeah, and how the internet has changed over the years. We can even I don't even want to talk about it. it's a hot mess, but we're in it. This is life. So,
1: <laughs> oh man, indeed. Oh, on the internet. Uh, yeah, you know the the forums were a, a simpler time when when basically the only two websites I visited were the forums and MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got old, I've got old, uh, web comics from 10 years ago where it's got like, I it's like, I need to, I don't want to draw too much shit on the background cause I've got a deadline. So I'm just going to hit up all these MySpace musicians that have fretted me and see if I can use their artwork as, as, as posters. And they're all like, sure. So I just like threw a bunch of shit up. Of course, none of those bands are around anymore. So it's like this little, this weird little slice of my personal MySpace history that's stuck forever in this comic and nobody knows it but me. Hmm. Yeah. Does that happen to you too? Do you put like weird things in your comic and then you go back to it later and you go, Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> yes, <what> I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So I think- yeah, I
0: guess I was going to ask what, tell everyone that's maybe listening in, what comic do you do now? What have you been doing for a while? Because I find it impressive, but tell everybody what's up. Like give, give yourself a shout out.
1: Oh, you know, actually, <laughs> okay, here's, here's your shout-out. I've had my nose to the grindstone for so long that the 10th anniversary of Locust Comics came and went in November. And I, I lifted my head up off the art table about two weeks before, and I'm like, what? Oh, shit, I should do something, and <laughs> really kind of didn't. <laughs> but uh, that's been running strong for 10 years as of last November. That's awesome. And and it's, I mean, it, it's like, it, it, it ends up becoming like like any small business. You know, you got your ups, you got your downs, you got your lean years, you got your fat years. You know, it, it, it ends up, like like they say, uh, it ends up becoming your job. It yep. ends up becoming your day job. But But like, 10 years ago when I thought, I was like, oh, that's horrible. I hope that never happens. Now I'm like, oh, good you know because because now it's like it's like uh uh james brown says you got to be the show and the business right yeah. if you want to be a show business and and 10 years ago i was just doing the show part and now now i'm you know having more i'm having as much fun with the spreadsheets as i am with the bristol board mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. which which is oh that's weird that's weird but yeah. that, and that, that is not the thing you told me to shout out about, but <laughs> that, that is where <laughs> I, uh, I think I So
3: that's,
1: a, that's what's the website? locust
0: comics.com. Locus comics. com. And right,
1: yeah. I am going to actually next, about a year from now, move a bunch of shit to a different site. But LocustComics.com will always be up. So you can always get to whatever I'm doing from yeah. there. And there's free comics to read there and subscription comics to read there. And start from the bottom and work your way up until they actually flip the, the images on the side around, which I've been meaning to do for like six months. And yeah. I haven't. <laughs> it's like a two minute HTML thing. I haven't done it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was going to say,
0: man, that is like. That is awesome. Ten years of consistency is like. Not that I'm jealous, like I'm like, because I've jumped. I'm really bad at selling myself, actually. Like, I've when people ask me at a party or something or like a get together, like, what what kind of comics do you do? I'm like, I've done so much stuff and jumped around so much and just hustled for so many years that I'm finally finding that now I'm kind of in the place where maybe we talked about ten years ago or something. Like it would just be nice to just do your own thing. Not really worry about the ramifications of what the audience wants or whatever. So I've done a lot of commercial work. You know, I did the Your Mama comic, which was more of a pop culture humor thing, goofy, whatever I wanted to do. Then I got into some superhero stuff. Then we moved around to some like I guess noir horror type stuff. Um, yeah, I've just done so many different genres, and then I got a day job. So it's like I went back to the day job after like 13 years of freelancing because uh, benefits and health insurance, uh, raising a family and stuff like that. But then I found like, oh, wow, now I have this day job and I have some stability. If I want to do comics at night, I just do it for myself. And I don't really have to do anything for anyone else. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, um, And that's a- excellent. It's a cool place. Yeah. I never thought like it's backwards from what I thought when I was in my twenties, like I'm never going to work for anybody. Like, fuck them. Like I'm not working for the man. And then, yeah, you know, <laughs> you come around and you're like, Oh, I don't want to die broken, you know, with kidney disease or some kind of health ailment that I have no insurance to pay for, you know? So I think it's just out of maturity. You kind of get to that level. And then I just appreciate the people that have stuck around for so long, supporting my work, my friends, you, Joe, um, and a few others. Maybe I got like 15 people that are fans, <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's the same 15 people. So that's, that's pretty awesome. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think I'm kind of in a, in a new place where I'm like very content with work and, uh, building stuff up and just kind of having fun, like having fun with the comics because, shit, I'm 43 now. I don't know. You're older than I am, Adam. I know that. Yes, indeed. But I'm 43 and I feel like, well, shit, you know, all right, that's cool. I'm going to just chill out and do some comics and have some fun and just take it easy.
1: Well, and and, and, you know, your mama was was very much a uh, fuck you to the to the world like like a 20 year old 20 something Mm. middle finger and now now you're you know you're like easing into your 40s and and you you start mellowing out around 40 you're like Uh you're like how you you know you go back you you look at your 20 something self you're like oh yeah you're like yeah that's a neat kid but god damn he's wound up you know oh yeah i don't know about you but i i used to be real wound up and now i'm like yeah (laughs) you know now it's like whatever yeah (laughs) yeah i gotta take blood pressure medicine now yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, not me. I won't do that. I would. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that for a long time. I'm not going to go to the doctor or anything like that. I'm just going to take care of myself for a little bit. I'm, I think I'm good. But that sucks. That that getting old sucks, man. It's dumb. But uh hey, Joe, I'll give you a little clickbait. Let's do some old school stuff. Uh, you can at Scott Kurtz. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can add Scott Kurtz on this podcast son of a bitch no um, uh, that's a, I think that was a good example of. I got a little story for you guys was you know everybody that reminds me when I go to a comic con or something they remind me of the old days and they're like remember those old days of web comics when it was so awesome when you would fight with Scott Kurtz or those other guys like I forget their names now I think Scott's like still the one name that's memorable from that time uh If that maybe he's kind of even drifted off a little bit. Like there was like this big boom of web comics, right? And then it kind of faded. Um, But we were really fiery. Like the your mama people would kind of get out there and fight and troll people, and it was fun. It was like this weird. It was this weird thing that we all kind of got this (laughs)
2: strange. Almost forgot about all that. We were we we were like a troll army for.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it It totally wasn't a troll cult. We promise.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, no, we we, arguing, we were far more right? than just a troll cult.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, so like, I think years later, right, like after all that stuff, like all that garbage drama and like a lot of it was made up stuff, I guess you'd call it like kayfabe or something like that, like a wrestler would do, just kind of like these egos out there fighting each other on the internet for attention. And a lot of the stuff I was reading at the time was like, Hey, find the top people like go after them. right? And then suddenly if they respond that you're winning because now you're getting attention. And I was like, I got a lot of attention for the comic at the time. But then I realized like after a while, it's like, that's not the time I don't want to get that shit from this stuff. Right. I didn't really want to do that stuff. And, I, and like Adam said, as you grow older, it's like, I didn't really think about that. Like I'm kind of embarrassed about some of the stuff that we did or said, <laughs> I feel like, whoops, I said that. Whoops. Uh, but then years later, and it came as a surprise because someone was like, "Are you still think Scott Kurtz is such an asshole?" And I'm like, "Actually, yeah, we're cool. Like we buried the hatchet years ago. Uh, I think it was shortly after my divorce or something. Uh, I was online, and he—I don't know how we connected. We connected somehow. Uh, I think my dog died. His dog died. It was a weird thing because we both had these Basset Hounds. We—he kind of heard the story of my uh, my failing life at the time, and. Somehow he just reached out to me and was like, "Hey, man, I heard about what's going on. I'm sorry. I had a chip on my shoulder." He apologized to me, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like, we're adults now. <laughs> like, we, we don't really care." When about did that happen? Stuff. He doesn't care either. And like, not—he's a pretty good dude. Like, and we're all pretty good guys, and we all meant well, and we were just all kind of having some fun. And I think everybody was kind of looking for their piece of the whatever it was. I don't know, like a piece of. The, fame, ego pie of the internet at that time. Um, but yeah, it was a weird, weird time. But people were, um people are always bringing that shit up to me when I am go to a Comic-Con and they're like, oh, I remember those old days. We used to fight <laughs> people and I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, I, just, I can't wash it. I can't wash it off of me. But then again, now with some perspective, I think, ah, shit, it was kind of the good old days. Like we had some fun back then. I mean, I wouldn't do that again. I, I respect a lot of these guys and I respect a lot of the work. Cartooning is not easy. Um, not yeah, easy like yeah. That,
3: exactly. Uh,
0: for any of us. And uh, uh, I really respect all cartoonists, I think now, even the ones that don't like me to today because of shit I said when I was 20. <laughs> <laughs> shit I said 20 years ago. So, like, do you guys remember the comic I had? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> where <laughs> somebody called comics pamphlets <laughs> I remember and I was actually personally offended in personal life about pamphlets I really hated people calling comics pamphlets at the time and we had the brick of silence
2: <laughs> oh uh, yeah the brick of silence you can link it
0: up I'm sure it exists somewhere Link <laughs> it up in the show notes um uh, and I bricked some girl that was talking about pamphlets. There, there's these characters, and they bricked the girl, right? They like <laughs> silenced her, right?
2: You <laughs> even eventually made like physical bricks of silence.
0: Uh, that's a whole other, yeah. I, I literally did make foam bricks, spray paint them in my yard, and I made like over three hundred. Uh, I have I have some of the number one still. I have like three of them left. I have the number zero <laughs> brick. And, uh, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But I remember the, I remember the post office or the, the, uh, the mail lady coming by and watching me spray paint bricks in my front yard. <laughs> and I'm like, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> Keep walking old lady. <laughs> like a hundred bricks in my front yard. with like 10, like 20 cans of, um, uh, gravel spray paint or some shit. Like it was very looking back. It's like, that's pretty cool. Like it's pretty punk rock, for, you know, doing that shit in your front yard. But, uh, yeah, what was I saying about the... Uh,
1: oh, you were talking young? about getting oh,
0: your friends with Scott Kurtz. It's impressive. Yeah, and I can't remember the girl's name. I think her first name was Shannon, but I don't remember her last name. And years later, we're talking 15 years later, I'm, I'm in a more serious discussion, and I, feel, I felt like I grew up and I evolved. And they're like, I think the girl's husband was like, you're that guy that bricked my wife. Or something, and I was like, "What?
3: <laughs> oh <you laughs> no!" Were
0: all and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then I'm like, "Oh shit, he's right." Yeah, oh. Shannon Gaylor, I think was her name, but uh, and they were all involved in this like cartoon museum, and I was like, I felt so bad. I sent him this apology, like, "Guys, I <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm I, I'm sorry that that offended you. Of course, we were You know, yes, it was in very bad taste. All of those comics were in very bad taste, and you know, I can't." I can't promise that I would never do it again. I think it's just, I know, I can't, you know, like, it's just one of those, those feelings you get where you're feeling ordinary and you're like, I'm going to draw a comic about this. So uh, every once in a while I'll do that. But I think it's, yeah, I feel, I feel a little bit bad that people took it such a hard way that they, they hold these grudges for 20 years against a cartoonist. Like,
1: um, well, you know, holding the grudge for 20 years, that, that's kind of, that's, that's, uh, that's on them. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, all right. You made me feel better about
0: it. Fuck her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Break out the but bricks.
0: Shannon that's Garrity. Great. Shannon Garrity. She had a webcomic as well. I can't really remember what it is. I'm
1: sorry, Shannon, if you're listening to this. Oh, I remember that. Now. Yeah, yeah. As soon as uh, said, as soon as you said her name, a webcomic, I'm like, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. She had a <laughs> I mean, I mean, your mama making friends, making making <laughs> friends and influencing people. Yeah, yeah. you were just kind of. Your mama was great because it was just DJ on the internet, just 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 like a like a crazy chimpanzee flinging <laughs> shit everywhere. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing, and I loved it because we kind of. I don't remember if I told, I, of course I told you I started. For, we, Cause we kind of did the same thing in high school. We had this, we had this, uh, this, this magazine that was kind of like a national lampoon thing. We called it insanity. And we just, yeah. it was like, like me and a couple of the kids would just, just kind of draw, we'd make one copy, staple it together and just kind of hand it around. Yep. And, and we got, it got confiscated once and unfortunately it got confiscated by the principal. And unfortunately it was the episode in which my friend Chase had drawn the comic in which the principal was luring the young football players into his office. Oh no. Ah, so we had to lay low for about six months, but <laughs> we fired that shit right back up again. Later. Oh man.
0: Yeah. So. And that's where that's, I don't know if you guys, you, you may know, but the, the web comic was just the web comic just because the internet was there. And it was a tool. But before that, it was a, it was a mini comic, you know, it was a pamph- little pamphlet, oh. <laughs> was,
3: uh, little pamphlet that
0: I was a little pamphlet that I was taking around to a uh, photocopy comic. I was taking it around to Pittsburgh comic shops and the originals were very raw. I mean, I think I did them on my lunch break at, at a day job nice. and I took it around to a few comic book shops and the very, I wanted to go to the top. I wanted to go to the best comic book shop around, right? It's called new dimension comics. And I went there, and they were like, no, nah, we can't. They were just dicks. They were kind of just dicks. And I, I was like, oh, come on. You know, like, just put this on your counter. It's free. You could pay. You could keep the money for it. I don't care. Uh, and they wouldn't do it. They were like, no, nah, we don't hold. We don't carry stuff like that around. You know, we don't carry indie comics or whatever. Just all uh, super shit. So then I was like, okay. Lie. All right. So then I went to this place called Ides uh, Comics and Music in uh, Pittsburgh. It's been there for, like, over 30 years. Cool old vinyl uh music store if you're ever in pittsburgh look up Eides, e-i-d-e-s it's the best it's one of the best all around now they've got this huge comic vault the back the basement but i came in there with my mini comic and those guys were like yes we want this because it was called your mama the truth about comics i made fun of rob Liefeld. it was very again another guy rob Liefeld. You know, making fun of him. That was like the 90s. <laughs> so everybody made fun of Rob Liefeld or Liefeld or whatever.
1: <laughs> you uh, and I yeah. went to that convention and made it <laughs> a point to walk around his table. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got I to tell you,
0: I've since, uh, although Rob Liefeld will never know, I've since mended my fences with Rob Liefeld as well. i eh? i on Facebook. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, no, me too. I actually, uh, well, we have a weird connection. That's another story. But we have a weird connection between us and Platinum Studios, which is odd. Oh. Like, Platinum owns all his shit, and like, Platinum owns all my shit. Like, <laughs> Platinum owns here by Night, and Platinum also owns Youngblood and all that stuff. And, oh my um, god, really? Yeah, yeah. so I, I'd sent him a few messages in the past and uh, met him at Pittsburgh Comic-Con not too long ago, uh, or the Pittsburgh Wizard-Con. And uh, he, uh I think he kind of knew who I was and he just was polite, but he was obviously not wanting to be my friend. I mean, you don't want to be a friend with a guy that was basically saying Rob Liefeld is a little bitch for 20 years on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. But I, I actually do like, I, I did start following him because my friends, uh, Jim Rogan, uh, at Piscor have had him on like podcasts and stuff or like have followed him. And, uh, They respected him, and I was like, what? You guys respect Rob Liefeld? And then I started watching his socials, and I'm like, okay, this guy's all right. Like, he's he's, he's just doing his thing, man. Whatever. So I think that even came with age. Like, people that are – those are old-school Your Mama fans. They're like, yeah, Rob Liefeld's a bitch, right? Like, who? (laughs) And then I'm like, nah, it's all right. Whatever. And he he did his thing. Good for him. Like, I think – I mean, it's it's pretty awesome. Like, when you really – especially when you get older as a cartoonist, you're like, man. I feel really happy for other cartoonists that get really great success, because um, I know how hard it is. Like, it's not easy to do that. So, I feel pretty, yeah, mature about that too. But, you know, whatever. I'm sure we won't be best friends uh, anytime soon. But, Rob, if you're listening,
1: I love you.
3: <laughs> I love you
1: man. <laughs> Good job, buddy. We're proud. We're proud of you. <laughs> All right. You keep, you keep being you. Yeah. And uh, thanks, bud. Yeah.
0: God bless. So Adam Black, you <laughs> yeah. you witnessed one of the historic moments. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're talking so about. So early on early on in the webcomic or even in the old uh, in the old old mini comic we were, I was very Jack. Like, so Jack Kirby is a ghost in the comic, right? Let's just get this out of the way. The, the mini, the, the mini comic, Jack Kirby is a ghost that comes to a young artist and says, I need you to change the comic book industry. We need you to save it. Right. This is how idealistic or whatever I was. When very, I was 19. very lofty. Very lofty. Yeah, it's very like, yeah, like we're, we're, I need you, this young man who can barely draw to save the comic book industry. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and that, and actually to to reverse it a little bit, that actually came from a real dream. I had a fucked up dream one time and I never I never really thought about Jack Kirby before that. I had a fucked up dream, Jack Kirby was in it. I knew who he was. And I knew his drawing style and I never really cared for it. I was like, You can't really draw like fists and stuff. <laughs> but, like, I, like, you know, like I was like ah, finger, finger with big shit. sausage fists. Um I was, you know, disrespectful, like I was seventeen or, you know, whatever. I had this dream and he was in it. And he was talking to me, and I can't, I can't right now remember exactly what he said, but there was a little Mexican radio playing in the background. And I was like, that's weird. Like, there's a little radio Span- playing Spanish music and talk radio. And then about two years later, I was at Mid-Ohio Comic-Con, and I went to a Sergio Aragonas panel uh, in memory of Jack Kirby, Jack Kirby panel. And he said that when Jack Kirby drew, and this is before the Internet, guys. Like, this is before you could look this shit up and, like, be inspired by it or whatever. And he said that when Jack Kirby would draw, he would put on a fucking Spanish radio station to keep him like, you know what I mean? Like he didn't want to hear what they were saying, but he just wanted some noise when he was drawing. Right. And I well, was like, that, what that freaks me fuck? out. I'm too <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? So that's what inspired the ghost of Jack Kirby in the in Your Mama comic, right? And then, of course, Jack Kirby in the in Your Mama comic hated Stanley and was trying to get the word out that Stanley was the devil. God rest his soul. God bless you, Stanley. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so in the comic, he was like, Stanley's the devil, whatever. And cut to, years later, we're in San Diego Comic Con for uh, for the Hero by Night stuff, or the, was the, a I don't know what we were there for. Actually, I forget what. I what
1: uh, we, were we were there. That was the... Oh, shit. Was that the year that Jorge was a judge? Uh, you were drawing a It had to be because the year he was a contestant was the year my wife was at the con with us, and she wasn't there mm. uh, in the year you're talking about because that was the year before. So I'm yeah, pretty sure Jorge was just like a judge. Okay. Or, or he was coming because he wanted to kind of scope it out because he knew he was going to be in the contest the next year. Was, was there, right? Yeah, because yeah, it was yeah. the three of us sitting at the table pretty much after the con like <laughs> right after we're done for the day. Yeah. And we're the three of us sitting around having a beer and I've kinda got I'm like facing the window, so I've got my back to the like like the main thoroughfare. And 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 uh, DJ and Jorge are sitting there and Jorge all of a sudden his eyes just light up. He looks over my shoulder, he's like, Holy shit, it's Stan Lee and I'm like, What? And I turn around and I look and there's just this tiny little like a Three and a half foot tall, twenty pound old man <laughs> with these glasses on. I, seriously, he's itty, He's an itty bitty. I could have put itty him bitty. in my pocket and walked out. He he is seriously okay. Let's see. I speaking of people at conventions that I, that are tiny, I can put in my pocket walk out. Uh, what's her name? Summer Cloud, itty bitty tiny human being. Stan Lee's about <laughs> about her. They're about the same size. So if you've ever seen Summer yeah. Cloud in real life, that's that's about as big as Stan Lee. Anyway off on tangent, yeah, yeah. but but anyway, he had this gigantic, like seven foot tall football player behind him, yeah. you know, like his bodyguard, and loud enough for Stanley and the seven foot tall football player to hear. Behind my back, over my shoulders, I'm looking at Stanley. I hear DJ go, "Fuck Stanley," <laughs> 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 and. I, I want to say the official story is "fuck us, fuck Lee. Stanley," fuck, but "fuck a Stanley." Yeah, fuck a, yes, "fuck a Stanley." Yeah. Loud enough to where I, the big guy, looks over at the table, looks at me. I'm like, "No, I'll just
0: keep walking, son." Yeah, I just looked. At the, I just looked at the big guy too with a serious look, like "fuck that guy, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy."
1: Yeah. that right there, that is peak your mama era DJ. Yeah. even though he was hero by night at the time. I know that that was they they let the your mama kid into into the playground, yeah, into the, into the big boy comic book playground, and he uh, immediately was trying to pick a fight with the popular I, kid. You know what? <laughs> I don't <laughs> even think I think about it. Like I just did it.
0: Like Jorge got so excited. Let's just call him Wiz or whatever. Like Wiz. What what uh, was his? Name? I don't remember. Wiz Rollins. Yeah, Wiz Rollins. are out right. right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. Wiz. Wiz. He got so excited. I remember him going
1: like, holy shit, Stanley. And I'm like, fuck Stanley. Yeah. A Stan yeah, yeah he, <laughs> he was like, I'm, he, he, was, he was like grabbing a pen and paper. He's like, I'm going to get his autograph right now. The, I mean, the poor guy, you can see he's, he's older than dirt. I mean, this is like 10 years ago. still older than dirt. And you can see him just kind of shuffling to the elevator. You can tell he just wants yeah. to go to his hotel room and sleep for 16 hours. I know. You know? And Jorge is like, like, I'm going to, I'm going to get his autograph. Fuck a Stanley. Oh I'm like, I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, "This is my yeah. life now. This is amazing." Yeah, and I and, and
0: Alicia, my fiance, she tells me that even to this day, and I'm much calmer now. Like I, I don't care about any of this. Like I, I feel kind of bad for doing that because I kind of probably wasted Jorge's chance to get Stanley's autograph. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Jorge,
1: <laughs> but but no. at the same time, fuck a Stanley autograph. Yeah, yeah, that's the moment, right? Like, do you there, remember the there, moment? There, there were better human beings at that convention that year for for Jorge to get an autograph from. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not trying to armchair quarterback anybody's <laughs> life, but I'm just
0: saying. And I think when, okay, so when Stanley recently passed away, and this is where I'm getting to with the whole regretting your past of bad decisions oh. you made on the internet. Oh yeah. Uh, when when Stanley recently passed away, I literally got. You guys have no idea, like. Everybody was texting me, saying like,
3: "Woohoo!"
0: <laughs> My son texted me, like, uh, everybody was like, "Oh, I bet you're happy today, Stanley's dead." Like, and I'm like, "Oh, Jesus, what
3: do I do?" I'm, like
0: the worst, I'm the worst person ever. Like, uh, this, poor old, this poor old man, like. <laughs> oh my god! Like, so I, I actually went on. You guys saw, like, we have a little forum somewhere. Yeah. And I, yeah. I was like, you know, guys, I, I've had some perspective on this. And I actually got a message from someone else that was like, you know what? No, man. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he, uh, there, are, there, there, are diehard, there are diehards. There
3: well,
0: are really diehards. That's you've,
1: amazing. You've officially passed the torch now. You've officially passed the fuck a Stan Lee torch onto the next generation, DJ. Congratulations. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah. Even like, my coworkers now, they know of this story. And anytime
0: Stan Lee comes up, I've got a bottle of Stanley Cologne on my shelf.
3: My, my coworkers got for me. That's a joke.
0: It's like Stanley Cologne. That's the best. I'll i I'll take i Instagram that and tag it scrappies for you. That's the best. But, um It smells terrible. The, the cologne <laughs>
3: Does it oh, smell uh, like Jack Kirby's sweat? Oh. <laughs> and two years <laughs> in hard work, you everything. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm for, forgive me, internet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This but
2: is this what happens is called, when we get together, though.
0: That's it's called shitheads. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I guess, you know, so this is an open, you know. We are definitely not those people anymore, right? Like we wouldn't do anything
1: like well, that. Again. hang on, hang on. <laughs> you got to give me a second because now in my head I've got this, I've got this, this, this like high-end New York uh, TV ad in my head. It's like, it's like, uh, like like a whisper, like Jack Kirby's blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> Nordstrom's, Stan Lee, you know. I, and sorry, continue. Smell, <laughs> smell like the success made by others
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, smell like taking credit for other people's work uh, excelsior <laughs> bitches uh,
3: god rest his soul
0: no. god, but god. the perspective so for the for the haters that are going to like go fuck you guys I've never listened to this, <laughs> this shit ever again I would That's say beautiful. my perspective on comics as a whole right like to be serious is that like yes I get it we would not be where we are for comics had it not been for the voice of comics, right? Stan Lee was definitely the marketer, the sales dude, the, the funky flash man, the dude that, like, put comics out there for everybody. He's the granddad of comics. It sucks for Jack Kirby. But honestly, in my older age here, at, super granddad age of 43, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I wish those dudes would have stepped up a bit more, you know, and they didn't have the internet. These guys didn't have the internet to fight for themselves. I know they fought really hard to to try to get their rights and their, their original artwork back and stuff like that. But I really wish they would have fought a bit more somehow, some way, shape or form for their rights or for their, their credit. And, and I think things have changed. You know, when I, when I go to see a Marvel movie or something, I see the credit there now. And it feels like it it put a piece, all that bullshit from when I was 19, having the dreams about Jack Kirby and shit.
1: Well, it, I, I, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say they could have fought a bit harder, and all I'm thinking is Jack Kirby's ghost behind your back right now. Going, I, I came back from the dead and you in a dream, you ungrateful fuck. How much harder yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> work? <laughs> like, you were the raw motherfucker. Like, yeah. I get, uh, pictures in <laughs> my head, oh
0: boy. Yeah. Uh, so Adam, we're gonna have a follow-up Stan Lee story now because I just thought of one.
1: Oh, excellent.
0: Do you remember the Stan Lee stripper story, Tijuana? Tell it.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> why you people put me on here to air my <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this one requires some setup, and the setup is this. <laughs> Uh, we got to the con that year. Who was it? Image or somebody bought all our table space, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so it's like I, I, I get the call from uh, Dan, who is the only person at Platinum who is worth talking to, I guess. Uh, yeah, of course he. Let's just Dan, name him God, straight God up. Bless, yes, God bless you, Dan. Yeah. God, if it wasn't for Dan, uh, they never would have paid up what they owed me. But uh, Dan carried a torch for me in that company, and uh, I, I got squared up. So thanks, Dan. Anyway, 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 anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dan's like, "Yeah, come on out. We're gonna have three days. We got this huge table space right here in the front corner. It's gonna be great." Blah 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 blah. It's gonna be like being a rock star, I'm like, fucking. Mm-hmm. So I fly out there, and uh, which is a weird time of life for me because. <laughs> I was working IT at the time in Tucson, so it was a ninety minute flight to LA and so I get treated like shit all week. Uh, fly out Friday night, get treated like a rock star all weekend, fly back tired of shit Sunday night, get back up and go back to the IT day job on Monday, get treated like shit again. It was great. But uh, so yeah, I fly out there and by the time I get there, Dan's pissed. And I'm like, What's going on? He's like, Uh oh, we don't have a table. We got I flew out you flew out here for nothing. There's nothing for you to do here. So uh, he's like, Enjoy the con. He's like, We're we're all pissed, so we're gonna go to Tijuana. And uh, he goes and he asks DJ, "Do you want to go to Tijuana, DJ's like, "Nah." And he, and yeah. he, he he's, wanted, he's And, and uh, here's the thing: is it's like it's like what it's it's like noon, twelve thirty. It's early. It's like lunchtime. Ooh. And Dan Super and a couple early. of yeah, Dan and a couple other guys poolside, drinking heavily because <laughs> in their anger. And uh, he comes up to me. He's like, he's like, "Hey, you want to go to Tijuana with us?" I'm like. I, I, in my mind, I'm thinking like I, I get the get <laughs> picture in my head of of my wife with her hands on her hips. Wait, let
0: me pause this for a sec. We were sharing a room, right? We shared a room at some big fancy hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I just wanted to put that out there because I yeah.
3: Just
1: <laughs> put, I'm
0: inserting this story to your story because
1: yeah, <laughs> yes, it, it'll, it'll pay off. That that was the one. It, is that the that was the one with the uh, secret llama art? Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, did I just give away your story? I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, okay, I'm good, sorry. good. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. So, so, yeah, Dan turns to me. He's like, hey, you want to go to Tijuana with us? I'm like, I, and like I said, I've got this picture in my head of my wife looking really upset when she finds that I've gone <laughs> to Tijuana. And so I'm like, I don't know. And over his shoulder is DJ motion. He's like, do it, do it. Go, go, go. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. I'm like, yes. I don't, I don't
0: remember that. I don't remember that.
1: Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I'm like, yeah. And, and Dan, he lights up. He's like, great. We'll meet you at this. We'll try it here. We'll do that. I'm like, all right, fine. So, so uh, Dan wanders out to go get another drink. <laughs> And because uh, it's like you know twelve forty five, almost almost one in the afternoon. And uh, Dan's not a heavy drinker, by the way. He just was mad that day. So uh, DJ, he puts his arm around me. We go walking off. He's he's, he's like, "It's gonna be great, buddy. You're gonna have uh, uh, one of the vice presidents of platinum. You're gonna have his ear all night. You get to talk to him about comics and, and plans for the future." And he goes, "This is a great opportunity. It's gonna be awesome. You're gonna you're gonna dig it." But I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that's like, that's that's really smart. Oh. So. We go to Tijuana. We we drive over the border. Well, we park the car. We walk over the border. We get a taxi. It's a crazy drive. And then we embark on uh, this Tijuana adventure. And there's Dan and a guy named Dave who was a writer. And then there were two other guys who were stuntmen who were friends with Dan because Dan is also a stuntman. And one of these stuntmen, kind of an Asian-looking dude, he had, he had a, a, a tiger tattooed on the inside of one forearm and a dragon on the other one, kind of like from uh, the old Kung Fu TV series. Yes. You know, where where, where, uh, where uh, <laughs> David Carradine puts his, his hands, or puts his, you know, he, he rolls up his sleeves and he grabs that, you know, he yes. grabs a thing between his arms and it burns anyway. Okay, just in case. Yep, okay. I got anyway. it. Mm-hmm. So... God, now that, I'm, now that I'm telling this story, I realize how much of it I don't remember anymore. But uh, let's skip to the end. Yeah, let's skip to the Stan Lee <laughs> part because that's the best part. That's right. Let's get to the Stan Lee part. So the, the last strip club of the night we visit there. And this is after many strip clubs and many beers, and there was a donkey painted up like a zebra. But it was out on the street, not a strip club, so don't, don't think I was looking at things that wasn't. It was just right there in the middle of the street. Anyway, then there was a girl. I can't tell she's pregnant or not. Anyway, uh, last strip club of the night, high-class place. looked like a franchise, and we're in there. <clears throat> and at this point, I'm I because you can't drink water, and I have no tolerance for alcohol, so I'm drunk as shit. I've had like seven or eight. 15 beers god knows i've lost count <laughs> and so i like i'm like where are you guys gonna go sit because i gotta piss so they they're like we're over, we're gonna go sit over here the opposite end of the strip club from the bathrooms, like groovy so i, I go and I, I do my business i step out of the uh i, I step out of the bathroom this this girl starts screaming at me and she's tiny she's like 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 stanley height little four foot thing and <clears throat> And long story short she's she's excited cuz I'm tall okay and so she ends up back at the table with us, and she brings a stripper friend of hers with her, and this girl ends up spending the night sitting on my lap, and her friend ends up spending the night sitting on Dave, the writer's lap, because Dan's the only one who speaks Spanish out of the group of the four of us. <laughs> and Dan tells the, Dan gets talking to this girl. She's like, oh, hey, who, you know, make a small talk. Who are you? What do you do? She, he, Dan's like, oh, we all work in comic books. And she's like, oh, really? I love Spider-Man. And Dan apparently told her that I was the artist for Spider-Man. <laughs> And uh, Dave was the writer. <clears throat> so, out of the blue, for no reason, I'm drunk as shit. I've got this 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 girl sitting on my lap all night. I'm like, no idea why. And at some point, they they here's what they do. At some point, there's some chatter between this girl and Dan. And Dan's like, hey, you got to you got to draw her. I'm like, no, uh, what? <laughs> and so. I end up on the back of a, fa- of, of a fax that's got like some dude's California driver's license picture on it. On the back of a fax with some like uh, and, and, a, and a blue big ballpoint pen and me drunk as shit and the thumping music and the and the and the, and the strobe lights trying to draw this poor girl freehand with a ballpoint pen. I it, it's got to look awful. That poor girl. It's got to. I'm sure the eyes don't line up. It's, I'm sure it's just awful. But uh, I got a lap dance out of it. I'm the only co- web comic artist you people I've ever met who traded artwork, not even not even good artwork for a, for a free lap dance. Magic, magic time.
0: <laughs> but he but he told the stripper that you were Stan Lee, right?
1: No, he told the stripper that I was. Uh, he told the stripper that Dave was was Stan Lee and I was
0: oh somebody else. Oh, jeez. this is a fail because I, I heard the story was he told that you were Stan Lee and you signed it. You signed the sketch, Stanley,
1: or someone signed someone
0: signed that sketch, Stanley. Uh,
1: no, you no 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 that is. Now that I think that is that is I, I can't deny that that did not happen. I, I can't deny that that <laughs> happened. It, it is now that I think of it, it is possible that that did get signed, Stanley. All right. But like
0: so, I said, lots lots of beer. So cutting back to the hotel room, the inter- oh, yeah. the interspatial thing. I was worried because they went to Tijuana at noon (laughs) and Adam never came home. (laughs) He never came home. And I was like, I'm going to get a flight. I don't know if he's alive or dead, but I was like, I drew a llama on the mirror for him because I figured, well, sooner or later, maybe if he comes back.
1: Um, (laughs) Well, I got to tell you, it's surreal to walk into a strip club at nighttime and walk out of it and it's daytime (laughs) because we we walked into that last one probably because like i said i mean i i was i was fucking stan lee or or closely related to stan lee i I was because you know spider-man you know i'm the artist for spider-man we spent (laughs) hours and hours in that strip club just drinking beer and shooting shit and getting free lap dances and shit and when we walked out of that thing we walked in there like three in the morning. We walked out like seven eight thirty or seven thirty. We walked out at seven thirty because Dan and David found like, oh shit, we got to meet with with the writer of the Kiss comic at nine thirty in the morning, and that's two hours away. And we're still in Mexico. <laughs> 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 so and, and just to paint a visual for for the
0: listeners, Stanley's a tiny little man with little big glasses, little tiny guy you could put in your pocket, right? Adam Black is actually about. Way taller than me. I don't know how tall are you, Adam. I am six feet and six inches. Yeah, you're way taller than I am. I'm six, two. And he looks like he walked off the cover of an 80s uh, heavy metal album. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> have I got
0: that? Do I have that right?
1: You know what? Uh, there, there, there's a little bit of gray hair, but but metal. my metal. absolute laziness in cutting my hair, yes, it's true. Because my it's hair will get it'll get shoulder length and it'll stop growing. So I'm like, fuck it. I just yeah. it. Like,
0: Well, my apologies to Phaedra, uh, because I don't remember (laughs) encouraging you to go to that strip club. Because I was thinking the same thing that you were thinking. I was like, my wife at the time would be really upset father went to us do you want a strip club so <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job
1: well what's, what's funny is she called me the morning after i'm hung over i feel like shit and I, I didn't tell her she's like how'd you I'm like oh we went out drinking last night blah 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 but when i got back i'm like because i didn't want to tell her over the phone right it's like if she if i'm gonna get chewed after this I'm get it in person so uh-huh. i wait till i get home and i tell her face to face i'm like this is what happened i told her whole story and she <laughs> laughed her ass off she loved yeah. it it's one of my favorite stories. That's why I'm <laughs> glad
0: that we have it. We have it for all time now, mm. forever. It's forever now. <laughs>
1: it's <the biggest laughs> oh my story god! Is <laughs> oh my god! You just got me to tell it while you're recording things.
0: <laughs> Terrible. Oh, I think that's the beauty of like doing this stuff. Is like I really don't give a shit anymore. So like a lot of these old stories, man. If we ever knew, like one day we'll be podcasting about this shit. Like it's great.
2: Well, I mean, back then it was like, uh, what pod what?
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think there were podcasts, but it was like some uh, NPR lady talking about bees <laughs> or something. <laughs> <you know? laughs> A very calm voice talking about honey farming. You know? <laughs> Download my podcast. Now we're talking about Stanley and Strip Clubs. Stanley and Strip Clubs. This is pretty good content for you, Joe.
2: It I is good we, content
0: yeah you could edit the shit out of this and
3: <laughs> <laughs> edit <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, could add the last the last thing about that Los Angeles trip that I remember is adam black Jason Embry, the colorist for my book at the time, we decided to walk around. <laughs> we were walking around downtown Los Angeles in the middle of the night, and we didn't care. We didn't like. We were just like, yeah, let's walk around. That's fine. Like, we're right into the Staples Center. We're walking around. We're doing. I don't know, we walked for a little bit, right? We looked around, and like later on, someone said to me, maybe Dan or Scott or someone from Platinum. We were like, well, what did you guys do last night? We were like, oh, we took a walk. We we encountered some weird homeless guy that was like reaching in his jacket. Funny and, like, yelling at us, and so we were like, fuck you, man, and we were, like, walking. Because um, I figured I'm with a six-foot-eight tall metal guy. Like, no one's going to fuck with us, right? Like,
1: that wasn't um, stopping him, though. I remember that no. guy.
0: Yeah, this guy came up to us and was like, hey, I want to show you something, and we're like, nah, man, we're cool. We don't want to see whatever it is in your jacket. It's are good. <laughs> um, and then later on, we found out, the next day, I'm like, yeah, we were walking around. They're like, you guys were walking around They're like, two in the morning. I'm like, yeah, we were bored. Just walking, just checking out downtown Los Angeles, I guess. And, uh, you know, a bunch of East Coast boys. And then, where are you from, Adam? You're from...
1: Oh, don't ask. I was, I'm, I'm, I was raised by wolves. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, he was raised by wolves, and we we're from the East Coast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, we were like, oh, cool, downtown Los Angeles. Look at this shit. And, like, uh, the next day, we found out that they were like, oh, my God, you guys should not have been out there walking around. And we are like, what? <laughs> And they said that there was actually a guy running around on a ten speed, shooting people like, just randomly shooting people in the middle of the night. Like and we're like, yeah, we didn't, yeah we didn't find him. <laughs> so
1: <but laughs> yeah, yeah, we only just saw did. the one weird homeless dude. Yeah, like I don't know. We weren't afraid, but
0: people are very afraid to walk around at night. You know, like in downtown Los Angeles. I think we stayed at the Holiday Inn, downtown Los Angeles. So. I don't think we could find anything. We were just walking. We didn't, we didn't find anything happening. We were like, yes, boring. Let's go back.
1: Yeah, yeah, really. It was like, like walking around. there was like the one homeless guy and a couple of cars drive by, and that was it. Yeah. I'm like, huh, LA. Got it. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> so, but hey, that's good. that's that's cool, though. That's cool that yeah. uh, I missed the spooky part. Do uh, you, you know what town's really weird to walk around at? Well, it was weird to walk around in when I walked around in it back in the. 90s. Well, the I 19s. started. To, I started telling this story without realizing 19, how long it was. Like, the <laughs> 90s. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, uh, walking around Provo, Utah. My very first comic book convention was done this little indie. You know, back in the 90s, everybody and their brother were making black and white indies, and so I, oh, I yeah. this little independent publisher is like down in Utah. He's like, drive down here, and I'm like, cool. And Provo, Utah, it's like—is it like First Street, Second Street, Third Street, right, going across, and then like straight down is like A, B, C, D. You can't get lost. The only way you can get lost is if you're illiterate. You know, I mean, you you don't need directions anywhere. You just need an address. You need to look at where you are, and then you just figure. It's like it's like a the town's like a giant game of Battleship. It's amazing, (laughs) but it's weird to walk around it.
0: I've never been to Utah. (laughs)
2: That's. <laughs> and now I've know. got just visions of red, um, red red rocks. pegs falling from the sky, and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Provo, Utah is not. I was going to say it's not the best place in the world to have a comic book convention, but it probably is now. Nineteen ninety-six, it was kind of. Uh, but uh, there you go. So there you go. I uh, congratulations. I killed the conversation. <laughs> no, I was like fading
0: out. I'm like, oh boy, I think I maybe had too many cocktails talking about Stanley
2: and strip clubs, and oh, oh. oh, oh. everybody's falling asleep. What? Fade away. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody save it.
0: <laughs> yeah, now it's like you know, what's weird about those old '90s days of the uh, Xerox comics and stuff. Is that <laughs> now there's so many comic cons it's insane. Like pop culture shows and whatever we have seven shows in the Pittsburgh area. One year in one year, we have like seven shows.
2: Well, to be fair, steel city does like three or four a year, right?
0: Yeah. Steel city does three. And then there was uh three rivers con. So that's four. There's a couple like smaller anime shows and things like things like that. It's like, you could literally just stay within your local network here and never leave a show. And it's, it's, that's it's pretty nice. fast. It's fascinating to me, but it's quite a grind, too. I did that for, I think I did 16 shows the year before last. Ugh. When Burt Reynolds, rest, rest in peace, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. To uh, Pittsburgh, Joe came up. Yep. Uh, saw Joe. I feel like, I feel like Steel City Con is the place that actors go to die. <laughs> that's like, what,
2: you know, that, we that's we've like had that conversation person, that um, yeah, because yeah. Adam West was there like what fucking a month Adam later was... he dead?
0: Yeah, so guess who's coming next?
2: It's William God, Shatner.
0: Abraham. William Shatner's coming next. William Shatter's so coming
2: next, yeah.
0: You better well, get, your get your autographs. Still CityCon. Still Get your autographs. Like, oh. Uh it, yeah, it's weird. They they really get the people right before they're like on their way out. I think Stan Lee... No, no, no. Stan Lee didn't come there. He did. He did come to... I think he did come to Steel City Con the one year. But not right before he died. But anyways. Yeah, they always get the really old celebrities that, uh, that are on their way
2: out. I saw uh, Barry Bosworth's going to be there as well.
0: Ooh, you better hurry up and get your autograph.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I've met a lot of cool... I've met a lot of cool B-movie type celebrities at that show. Too many to count. Too many to remember. Uh, but definitely, it, it's it's fun. It's a fun show, but I just was like, man, I can't do these shows anymore, man. It's a grind. So it's just,
1: yeah. Oh, at some point, you got a, you got a couple of creator-friendly ones out there. At some point, I want to sneak out there and share a table with Raven or something. Just kind of Oh, man. Friendly. Yeah, you know what? we do have, and this is a plug and I, okay. So this kind of ties
0: back to the original conversation about your mama. Cause the very first comic store that I went into was no uh, new dimension comics. Right. And they said no to me. And then in the episode five or issue five of the web or the uh, mini comic, I drew the comic store as no dimension comics. And I showed my friend Bob pissing all over the back issues in the background. Like, fuck this place. Fuck this comic book store, right? (laughs) And then, ironically, double story to that is when he finally did read the comic that I left there, he loved it so much, he said, Please bring this back. But by the time he gave me that, this is pre internet, guys. This is like through the mail. I have a letter somewhere that he sent to me in the mail (laughs) saying, Oh my God, I finally read your comic. Please bring this in. It's so funny but the new issues that I had showed me, showed my friend pissing all over his comic
3: book store. <laughs> so I was like, uh, yeah.
0: so, and, and fast forward, you know, <laughs> fast forward, <laughs> fast forward 20 years later or whatever it is, you know, and I have the hero by night stuff out and like he did a, he did like a special uh, signing of that book in there and all this stuff. And I told him that story. I was like, you know, a long time ago, in a, ga- in a galaxy far, far away, you were the first person to reject my comic. <laughs> and now he asked me to do the, uh, you know, a couple years ago, he asked me, would you do the logo for uh, the Three, Three Rivers Comic Con? So Three Rivers Comic Con is definitely an artist, creator-friendly show. There's no media guests, really. There might be a couple people, but they're like, I don't know, they're, they're nobody big. Uh, but it's it's packed full of comic book guests, and it feels like an old-school comic book show. And I just told Raven about that too. I was like, hey man, <laughs> we're you gotta check out Three Rivers because it has such a cool vibe of creator uh creator centered stuff. You're there oh, for the creators. That would be, be ideal. Portal. Yeah. Yeah. Um
2: hey, you you mentioned yeah. that and I and, and as I looked up and I'm looking at my uh, uh Darkest Dawn Stout beer label on the wall.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah, yeah, I gave you that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, which is, so we, it, it does right? have Burt Reynolds and uh, the uh, the bunny that says fuck, uh, yeah. the, the drama llama, <laughs> right. and the spitting cobra are all on that label. All
0: right. I Everybody. It in there.
2: Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, so like,
0: hey, shout out to Todd, Todd McDevitt. He's done a lot for uh, for independent comics in the Pittsburgh area. He loves beer as well, of course. He has a beer every convention. So he usually has like a Witchblade beer or some sh- weird, you know, I think the next one is, um, Mercy Sparks from Devil's Due. They're having a beer and it's usually a, a really cool coffee stout. So if you love beer, it's usually a coffee type stout, which is my favorite beer. So, uh, and I, I and initially I thought beer in comics like what, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. creator centric, uh, uh, Comic-Con, and I like it a lot. And uh, Yeah, definitely, man. Adam, if you came I, to this I, area... Whew.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I definitely want to go. See, well, I mean, I get people, they, they say, every, you know, Logos fans are like, hey, what are you going to go to a comic book convention? Like, I, not anymore. Because yeah. they're, all, they're pop culture conventions. And what happens for me is... Because I've, I've got that weird rule in that I'm not going to draw anybody else's IP. I so, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna draw Disney princesses. I'm not gonna draw superheroes. And when yeah. you go to a comic book convention, what do you do? You spend all your time sitting there waiting for somebody to come buy your stuff. And while you're sitting there, what do you do? You, you, you draw ups, You do sketch cards. You draw superheroes. Yeah. And so, what I'm gonna end up doing is sitting there all weekend working, <laughs> as, as, in, an, as, an, Unbenefited employee of whatever hotels run the convention that weekend, and my job working for this hotel is to be drawing superheroes all weekend to pay for my table fee. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, pay, I pay for my plane, and pay for my food, pay for my hotel, and I just I don't want to. If if I, I want to draw superheroes for a living, I'll go work for Marvel and I'll get paid and benefits and shit. So to have a convention where I can you know like hang out at at somebody's house. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, drive to it, and then, you know... I could probably Uh-oh. get you a
0: free table, too, to say like, you should come up for that. That's yeah,
2: let's but, do this.
0: Yeah, it's Mother's Day weekend, though, so I don't know. Oh, it's, it's
2: I don't true. know if I've got that much... I, I don't know if I have that much short notice to, to do that. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Mm. Well, not this year, but maybe next year. Yeah,
0: they're moving locations, too. They're moving to, like, the waterfront, which is a bigger... It used to be at this weird mall, like Century Three Mall, and it was weird. And now they're moving to the waterfront, which is a bigger location. Has like lots of cool stuff around it. Uh, but those guys that run that show are great. I think that um, you know I like Still City Con too. Don't get me wrong. Like those cons have a place. You know, Wizard World and all that shit. They all have places for the fans, right? Like the people that love that stuff. And like you said, and yeah. Ed, yeah. Um, you know, for a while I did the same thing. I was going to I was going to shows getting trying to get back into it, uh, pitching the Godchild uh, book for through caliber and nobody gave a shit. Like everybody's like, what's this? Who cares? Draw me Batman. And I was yeah. like, no, I'm not here for that. And then like, finally there was a show where we went to it was still city and someone came up and they're like, can you draw me Batman or something? And I was like, all right, I'll fucking draw you Batman. <laughs> and then like for the next two years, I had like a fan art set up and it's just like you said, I really appreciated everybody that that drew stuff. And I got to draw a lot of different stuff, but I was like, why am I doing this? I don't need the money. Like I don't need the money. Like what? It was nice to have some extra income, but like, this is a lot of work. And I had regulars, you know, I had a lot of sketch covers and I really appreciated people like my style. So I, and and honestly, as a fan of your work too, I think it'd be cool to see some IP characters drawn in Adam black style. Right. So like, (laughs) That's, the, that's the that's the appeal. Like, so people would come to me and be like, "We want to see this character doing this thing in your style,"
1: and I'd be like, "All right, you know, it'll be sixty bucks." Oh, maybe I should look at it that way. I just I just uh, super, I just I don't like superheroes. Yeah, because then those people. So like, I did that for
0: a while, and I, I never really did the prints much. I always did the hand drawn stuff. Like, you got an original piece of art for super cheap. Like I did oh, them yeah. for fifteen or twenty bucks, oh. and. Uh, it was super cheap, but I was like, it was kind of undercutting everybody on, not on purpose, but <laughs> it was like, sorry guys, I just, I'm just, I don't own these characters, so I figured I'd just give them away as cheap as possible. And in a weird way, those people do, uh, those those people do kind of come back and say, like, oh, cool, they follow your stuff. They go, oh, cool, you drew me Batman once, and now suddenly I have a new comic out, and they're like, interested in what I'm doing, right? Right. So, because I drew them Batman one time (laughs) or something, so... Oh, well, maybe I need to fucking man up then, huh? I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think it's... (laughs) I think as long as you're pushing your own shit, too, it's not a bad thing, but I I kind of felt that... that fatigue of drawing other people's characters, like you're saying. Like, like, if I have to draw another fucking Deadpool or
2: another... Uh, I think I, drew Deadpool I made you draw you. Deadpool all the yeah. fucking time.
1: Oh, I drew like a million Deadpool's, man. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and, and you, you know what's terrible is, yeah. is if I were if I at a convention if I went to a convention tomorrow and if I were yeah. sitting there tomorrow and somebody comes to me and said, "Can you draw me Deadpool?" I wouldn't. I, yeah, I, I there's there's a there's red and black and there's little white oh. eyes and some pouches. <laughs> Fuck, I, I, I don't know what any I'd, I I could probably draw Batman. Yeah, from memory at this point, that's that's about it. It's well, a, even then I would just use my cell phone and
0: get reference photos so like anybody could come up and be like some obscure anime character that I've never heard of they'd be like draw me Kenchuba Uniba. I'd be like what <laughs> <laughs> we just google that shit and be like alright cool man I'll draw it for you
2: it's, Ken, Kenchuba
0: Kenchuba who? Kenchuba or Yoniba or whatever I don't know. <laughs> I just made it. Uh, does that I'd... sound like something though? As... <laughs> sounds real <laughs> <laughs> it sounds real enough.
2: It is now, anyway. It's actually right. it
0: uh, I'm yeah, going to put d- that in my comic. I d- yeah, I d- was
1: going to say, I'm going to sneak that in like a like a movie marquee <laughs> or something in the background somewhere <laughs> or something. There.
0: I'm going to put that in my comic, guys. I'm writing it down. Excellent.
2: I did have you draw the uh, um, uh, Deadpool handing uh, Luke Skywalker a chimichanga, though.
1: That was cool. Yeah. Uh, at least it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is pretty sure. cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Well, I'll tell you what—you've opened my eyes to the to the idea of maybe well dipping my toe in
0: that swimming pool. again. So, and you know, my entrepreneur <laughs> type mind—I will tell you—you you say coming to Pittsburgh and, and and all those fees of coming on a flight and all that shit. Now you just told you know Joe just told you he has a possible place that you could crash. I told you you could get a free table. And you might be able to draw a couple pieces of fan art to mm. cover your other food or what, you know, mm. and hang it out. And then to be able to hang out with Raven and, like, me and shit. Like, yeah. come on, man. All right, draw, well. Draw I'll... some Batman.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll practice this year and I'll get in there next we're year. Gonna,
0: we're going to convert you and it's like being on a pirate ship. That's how we used to talk about Steel City Con because we know that it's a slippery slope, right? There's all these print dealers and bullshit like, and, and someone would get upset every once in a while. Someone would be like, I can't believe they're drawing these IP characters. And I'd be like, dude, do you know where we are right now? You are on a pirate ship. Half of the shit in that building is pirated, not licensed. It's, it's, it's a cutthroat business. And these people are all kind of do, uh, and I didn't want to be a part of that, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, Hey, If you can come hang out with your friends, draw a couple Batman's. All right. Let's see what that we got. We got to tell Raven about this. We got to get Raven. Yes, you've convinced me. Batman.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Raven and I have been talking for like the last seven or eight years about just doing some week, just sharing a table, some some weekend con. Yeah. Just to because because when I when I stopped doing the Kiss comic and I, I kind of wandered off to do Locust and we all sort of parted ways and did our own things, I I teamed up with Raven and he and I have been, you know, just just like just like comic book brothers for like the last decade, yeah. And getting share you know splitting a table with Raven at some point is like a it's like a life goal. Oh man, I think it would be great. It would be great to have you in town too. So anytime, oh, no.
2: man. We'll make it a thing. The shit show goes to Pittsburgh.
0: All right. Yeah. I'll even let you crash at my table, dude. Because honestly, I've I've given up the fan art setup. Because I used to have this big setup. I just, Joe saw it. Joe saw like, yeah. the fan art setup that I had. And I used to have a pretty impressive end cap too. They gave me like double space and shit, uh, just because I, I got grandfathered into that space. I just could I just couldn't do it anymore. But now with three rivers con since i did their logo for them and i know todd i'm just kind of grandfathered into that show but i don't really have anything i i'm doing my secret forces uh comic right now secretforces.net
2: i'm wearing that t-shirt right now actually oh good yeah
0: and uh you know i don't talk too much about it because it's called secret for a reason so (laughs) it's a comic that's out there and i'm just i don't even know what i'm going to have at that show it's a secret so I might not. I might have Adam Black at that show.
1: I might just—that's my secret. I might just have Adam Black. <laughs> it's well, all just a secret. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. Well, wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't that be a trip at a at a con together again for the first time in like twelve years? Yeah, with the totally not rock stars, not rock star status at all. Like, <laughs> totally
0: ghetto status.
1: You know, I told you I was yeah. raised by wolves, man. That, that's that's where I, that's where I thrive. I thrive in the ghetto status. Yeah, man. I I
0: prefer it that way. I, I prefer the underground, just doing stuff in the shadows, uh, whatever. Like mini comics, independent comics. I'm all for it. So let's take off.
3: Yeah. All
0: right, cool guys. I think yeah. you got a lot of shit to to edit, Joe. Edit. <laughs>
1: he keeps laughing when you say edit. Come on, man. You keep bringing it up like he's, like he's going to do it. You got to uh, edit,
0: uh, edit out all that stuff. I mean, we can't put that up. He got to edit out the heart and soul of the whole conversation.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah. It was like, you know, we just, uh, hey, this is Scrappy's Fun Time Shitheads. Over. That's it. Podcast done. 30 seconds. <laughs> uh,
1: it.
0: That's, that's cool. uh, I gotta go because I, I do have to wake up
1: for my day job. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All I right, did. fine. <laughs> 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 it was good to talk to you guys again. Uh, again, and uh, I, you guys want to do this uh, again later? Shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Let we'll figure know. something out. We'll, we'll we'll come up with a plan. I guess.
1: We'll coordinate. Yeah. Like we'll like adults.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. we we'll get Jeez. some OKRs, <laughs> OKRs, and KPIs. And Check yeah. the ROI. Check the ROI on this KPI.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're really going into adult stuff.
1: Oh, I yeah. think I've got a rash now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. We'll talk to you soon. All, All right. right, gents. It's been All it's right. been fun.
0: Yep. Later.
3: Bye.
0: Yep.